Today on CityCast Boise, Boise's music scene is a big point of pride for our city, but it hasn't been an easy few years. Local musician Andrew Martin is with me to give us a vibe check on the scene. In his day job, he works for the Boise Phil, and you'll recognize his band's music because he wrote our theme song. It's Monday, February 27th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Welcome to CityCast Boise. Hello, Emma. How's it going? It's good. So I wanted to talk to you about the Boise music scene in general and, and just kind of ask you, what's the state of things right now? You're, you're, people, you made our theme song, but you're also a very beloved Boise musician. You've been around forever. What's it like out there? Talking with everyone, even, I mean, bands out of town, it's, it's kind of a re- emerging time everyone doesn't really know what's going on or how shows just work in general have all changed so it's artists getting used to that or artists retiring or new groups coming in which is always happening but it it feels like the gears are turning but everyone is just a big question mark i don't know i there's there's been really awesome shows especially in boise there's i mean so much support that we have for a local scene and it's it seems very unique, but it's it's getting there. <laughs> it's it's starting yeah. to go. It's like a train that's just left the station <laughs> and just moving along. It sounds really similar to the comedy scene here, in that like you know we lost our home club during the pandemic, and people you know valiantly still attempted to do backyard shows and and small brewery shows, and uh, people really did their best to keep things going, but like. I, I, the I, the comedy scene, at least, has not fully recovered from the pandemic. And it sounds like same for music. Yeah, I, at least the local scene. I mean, bands are always touring and bands have consistently come through town and, I mean, have full out, like sold out shows. Um, but I think the local scene is still kind of finding what, what it is because they are doing a lot more house shows. So that's a really positive thing that's popped up. Um, a lot more... You know, like first Thursday events that are in interesting places um, and kind of utilizing the community in that sense, which is a really great thing. Um, but it, its identity is kind of still coming along, feels like. Yeah, the house show thing, you know, Boise has been a, a place where, you know, I've done pop-up shows and secret shows and house shows here for a long time. And Boise so, for years was such a hard sell on that. People just did not get when you're like, yeah, we're doing a house show. People were just like, I don't understand. But I feel like that's changing. Like people are, they're hungry for these smaller venues and smaller shows. Have you noticed like a real difference in audience appreciation for live music since the pandemic began? Oh yeah, if if it's if it's a show that people want to see, they are very into it. But it's I don't I don't know if I've really seen the the identity of an audience goer that's hey, I don't know what this is, it's just music. I'm going to go out to a to a show I haven't heard it before. It kind of has to be a sure thing. But the house show situation is usually a friend's band or a local band and they're bringing bands who maybe don't have the resources or anything to go and play Neurolux or you know all these other places so it's a good opportunity for those people to build a following um, which is what I did when I started music so I I really appreciated that 
Something I've noticed is uh, it seems, and maybe some of this is the house show thing, because uh, something I've noticed with comedy is like a house show as a performer feels so different. It feels so much more collaborative with the audience. And I feel like the audience, it feels more like a community event, not such a ticketed, like, I got my ticket. I have really high expectations. It's more like you feel much more free to experiment and stuff. And that's something I've noticed uh, with Boise musicians is it seems like, do you think since the pandemic started that Boise musicians are collaborating and like creating music together in a different way? Um, I think so. I think those collectives that were very niche and very kind of separated, very clicky almost, have their membranes have kind of loosened and it's kind of all congealed now. which is the most disgusting way I could put that, apparently. Um, <laughs> like a like an old gravy. Yes, yes. <laughs> gets, That's going to be the title. It gets better it, with Just so age. you know, Boise music scene is an old gravy, <laughs> according to Andrew Martin. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I've definitely collaborated with people that I've been wanting to collaborate with for a long time. Um, and whether that music will ever see the light of day, you know, publicly or not. Um, but just getting together and playing with as many different musicians as possible. It seems like a couple people that I've talked to have said they were ready to quit music before the pandemic, and then they did for a while. And then coming right out, like right now, they're feeling more creative. They're feeling excited. They're feeling like they're doing music for fun like they did in the beginning instead of just like which which is definitely for comedy for me does it feel like that for you personally yeah it it was almost like people were forced to take break um for those people who maybe were feeling like they were hitting a wall a little bit personally i i wanted to collaborate with as many people as possible and i was i was teaching um at a local school at the time so i had this massive band room that I could utilize and so we could be all spread out and play whether we're wearing masks or, or just separated that way but but we were able to play and actually write music and then put out an album and then keep going with that so that's kind of what kept me sane through it is that collaboration yeah that sounds really special yeah I was in honor band and so I'm just like all this, I'm just picturing a big band room with, with like six musicians kind of spread oh, out yeah. and it just sounds really magical I love it that it was a blast uh, invite me next time I'll play triangle oh good, uh, good. I, I play a solid triangle <laughs> we're looking for um, multiple triangles so it's gonna be just oh. a triangle band actually so oh okay yeah that's perfect <laughs> that's my skill level <laughs> What do you think, you know, I know you're t- you've toured a ton and you have a lot of friends who are touring musicians and stuff. What do you feel like makes the Boise scene so different from other cities? It's interconnected in a in an odd way and there's so much support around it. There's there's always somebody talking about a show. There's um it seems like always bands are kind of pushing their level a little bit and always pushing to to release music or record whether it's you know, a, a musician in a high school band who wants to play with the Philharmonic or, or you know, a band that wants to play Tree Fort or a Boise Rock School band that wants to go and play the Hive. There's so many opportunities for different tiers of, of musicians to play. You brought up the Boise Phil, and let's talk about your work there. I know you did some pop-ups recently at like Kin and Craft. Yeah. Is that kind of, is that your goal right now? Yeah, I, so my, my role at the Phil, I'm, I'm the education manager, so I, I reach out to all the surrounding districts and set up all the education services that we do. 
but I'm also the community engagement manager. And since I've started here, I've been trying to connect a lot more with the community, which as an organization has kind of dwindled, not only because of COVID, but just in the last few years. So I want to reestablish that connection. It sounds like the Boise Phil is trying to also do these more like intimate performances. Is that, has it just been kind of hard to get people to come to the Morrison Center during COVID and stuff? What was the drive behind trying to do these like more intimate things? The Morrison Center is fantastic. We we really enjoy events there. It's it's one one tier of concert though. I mean, it's it's a huge, ama- like amazing orchestra performance. You're, it's this big ensemble that's playing, um, and either not everyone can attend those, and we try and make them as accessible as possible. Um, but not everyone wants to go to that, honestly. So, as an organization, we want to offer as many different concert types as possible. So we wanted to we want to be Boise's Philharmonic um, and be integrated into the community as much as possible, because I think we really enjoy that as an organization. And it's it's just a way of supporting the music scene, supporting the art scene as much as possible. Well, what's the future hold for Boise Music and for Andrew Martin? What, what do you have coming up? Yeah, the Phil will have their pub crawl on April 6th. We also have a book club that we've started up this year with the book Year of Wonder from Clement Burton Hill. And so that's going on all year uh, from January to December. Personally, uh, with the, the group that I play in Up Is The Down Is The, we released an album last year and we're gonna be playing Tree Fort um, this coming year on March 24th at El Cora. Just trying to play as much music as possible. Good. I love to hear that. And just one last thing, if people love the theme song and can't get enough up as the down as that, where can they find your music? Yeah, you can find it uh, anywhere online. You can find it on Spotify uh, or Apple Music um, and then come out and see us play and we'll, we'll have music available there. And before you go, recycling in Boise can be really complicated. That's why this week we're sharing info about where to put what and how to reduce the waste you create every day. Today's Boise Pro Tip? No, you can't put loose plastic grocery bags in your blue cart with cans and paper for recycling, but it turns out most grocery stores will recycle them if you drop them off. Or if you're doing the hefty orange bag program, you can tie plastic grocery bags up in there. But the very best option? Bring your own reusable tote bags to the store next time. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with a very fun show where we vent about a movie made right here in Wallace, Idaho. Bye. Bye.